0: Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London. I'm Suzanne Blumson. France's Naval Group is celebrating its biggest ever foreign sale with a $35 billion deal to sell submarines to Australia. Lauren Fedor spoke to Jamie Smith and Michael Peel about what's behind Australia's military upgrade and what it means for the French state-controlled company. We open with a clip from Naval's chief executive who spoke to journalists at the signing ceremony in Canberra earlier this week.
1: The first ship should be sailing in the early 30s, the last one in the early 40s, and should be decommissioned probably in the early 80s. We are looking at very, very long-term partnership with Australia.
0: So Jamie, why is Australia making such a long-term and expensive commitment to naval defences?
2: Australia is spending a whopping $200 Australian dollars over the next decade in military hardware and this includes new fleets of submarines, frigates, tanks and electronic warfare equipment. It follows a reassessment of the country's strategic requirements in 2016, which concluded that Canberra was at risk of losing its military edge in the Asia-Pacific region. The Asia-Pacific has experienced an arms race over the last decade, with many countries upgrading their naval and land-based forces. And the context to this boom in defence expenditure is, of course, the rise of China as an economic and military power across the region. Australia and countries in Southeast Asia have been alarmed by China's perceived aggression in the South China Sea. Canberra's also committed to increasing its military spending to 2% of gross domestic product, a key target proposed by the US, where President Trump has criticised allies for not spending enough on
0: defence. How long did this deal take to negotiate?
2: The strategic partnership agreement between the Australian government and France's naval group took almost two years to negotiate. The lengthy time frame reflected the complexity of the deal, which includes technology transfer and intergovernmental agreements. The time frame did raise concerns that there could be delays in budget overruns, but the Australian and the French governments have said this won't happen. The 50 billion Australian dollar deal is the largest ever military purchase made by Australia.
0: How many submarines are on order? What will they be used for?
2: Australia has ordered 12 submarines from the Naval Group. They will be used to conduct missions across the Asia-Pacific to ensure vital sea trade routes remain open and to enable Canberra to project its influence across the region. Scott Morrison, Australia's Prime Minister, has recently stepped up Australia's presence in the South Pacific, an area where China has begun to step up its own economic and military engagement.
0: Which other companies were in the running and what clinched it for naval?
2: Australia chose the French shipbuilder over competing bids from Japanese and German competitors as the Australian Navy felt the attack class conventional submarines made by the naval group would provide a technological edge over rival navies in the region. The submarines are larger than many other types of conventional submarines They have a longer range and include the latest stealth technology to give them a better chance of remaining undetected.
0: How important for Australia is the technology transfer part of the contract?
2: Australia is using the massive contract with Naval Group as a way to build up its own defence manufacturing industry. It is mandated that all 12 submarines will be built in Australia rather than France, a move that is forecast to create almost 3,000 jobs. But it also wants to gain ownership of some of the technology used by Naval Group to build their submarines, a move that would enable Australian suppliers to use some of this cutting edge technology for other contracts. The French government and Naval Group say this is the first time they've agreed to this level of technology transfer to another country.
0: I know you spoke to Naval Group's chief executive. What did he say?
2: Perve Gillieu, Naval Group's Chairman and Chief Executive, told the FT at the signing ceremony on Monday that the Australian contract could help it win similar deals in Europe and Asia.
1: It gives an enormous credibility to our ability to design superior uh, submarines, As uh, said uh, Minister Turnbull when he made the choice in April 2016, it was clearly due to endurance, long range, but also acoustic superiority. That's one aspect. And the second aspect is that uh, it also shows our ability to deliver transfer of technology. These two elements of credibility are hugely important for other markets.
2: And where else in the world? Could you sell these types of submarines? Uh, um,
1: We are, as you know, bidding in the Netherlands today. That's one really important bid because they are looking as well for expeditionary submarines. and uh, So this is uh, very important. Uh, It also gives credibility to other bids, but on smaller submarines like uh, India, Poland, uh, Brazil, and so on.
2: Mr Guil said that the submarine contract remained outside the terms of an alliance the shipbuilder is seeking to build with its Italian rival Fincantieri. But he said this alliance was
1: important for Europe. It's an alliance. It is to team together for R&D, for procurement, for some common project, either bilateral or export projects. And if you look at uh, the change in the market, We need European players to unite more strongly to be able to face the new giants in these markets, like uh, CSCC in China, like OSK in Russia. And uh, we really want to take the initiative of being stronger before the others are stronger.
0: Michael, could you elaborate a bit more on the significance of the deal in the context of tensions in the South China Sea? And in particular, the U.S. call for its allies to spend more on defense.
3: This deal comes in the context of great U.S. worries about the security of the South China Sea. China has been making rapid progress on militarising various islands in, in the region as part of its claim to almost all of the South China Sea. And while Australia isn't directly involved in the disputed waters there, it is, of course, a very important U.S. ally in the broader Pacific region. And so there is a symbolism, at the very least, in this delivery of subs, Australia is not a member of NATO for obvious geographic reasons, but it is, of course, a very important Western ally and it also has a formal cooperation with the US and other countries through the so-called Five Eyes alliance. And really, in terms of Pacific security, it's a very important strategic partner for the United States and the broader Western alliance.
0: How do you interpret Mr. Guiyu's comments about the need for European defence companies to form more alliances?
3: On the French side, it plays into the idea that France wants to develop its defence industry, wants to develop a European defence cooperation. This is something that's also been done at an EU level for several reasons. One is increased tensions with Russia and growing cyber security threats. But another is a response to American pressure for Europe to do more for its own defence and a realisation in Europe that, especially with some of the rhetoric coming out of the Trump administration no doubts perhaps over the US commitment to NATO, although Washington insists that that remains solid. But in this very uncertain environment, European countries want to develop their military industries as much as possible.
0: That was Lauren Fedor talking to Jamie Smith, our correspondent in Canberra, and Michael Peel, European diplomatic editor. We'll be back with another news feature tomorrow. In the meantime, if you're not already a subscriber and would like to discover more FT content, Do take a look at our latest subscription offer at ft.com slash offer.
2: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.